hope that everything is going well and as um, purpose. I'm excited about um, today and about our segment, Her Victory Has a Voice. Um, I'm so excited for you to hear um, our host. Well, I'm the host, but I'm so excited for you to hear our feature this week. Um, Our Victor of the Week is so amazing. Um, She's so amazing to me. I will be excited when she gets to tell her story. Finally, her voice is heard. It deserves to be heard. Um, So I'm so excited, right? So I got my little seat. Got my seat ready. Got some music playing, y'all. And now, listen, I got my cup of tea. You know, I can't do nothing without my cup of tea. So I got a big cup of tea because I'm ready. I'm ready for this evening. I even got some snacks. So anybody who know me know I got some snacks tucked away. Um, but listen, come in, invite. I'm so excited for this segment. Um, again, this segment is called Her Victory Has a Voice. Um, and this segment is more so because I feel like so often women have so many stories stories that's deep down inside so many victories so many triumphs they have overcome i think women are extremely powerful um especially as women of color i just listen i'm excited to showcase that and when god put it on my heart to do this segment called her victory has a voice um and it deserves to be heard um i was excited because I am blessed enough to have people surrounding me that I can literally call name by name by name by name. And listen, at the end of the day, I feel like everyone that I'm connected to has some type of story. That anyone connected to me has some type of um, triumph or overcoming or some type of testimony that they haven't shared. Some type of story um, that they have deep down inside. But we all know that the Father is so victorious. And because He's our Father, because He's our Daddy, we are victorious. Our victory deserves to be heard. Um, No longer should we be quiet about the things that we have overcome. Because, listen, so many of us are riding off of some strength of our sisters these days. I know I am. I'm surrounded by sisters that are strong. I'm surrounded by sisters who are intercessors, who are powerful women, or who are in God and who have a relationship with Him, um, who are succeeding, um, entrepreneurs, leadership. I'm so excited that I have a list of women that I can come to you with and say, this person has a story and it deserves to be heard. And today I am so excited because I get to invite my sister in so that she can share her personal testimony um, about how she has overcome how she has triumphed, how she has experienced victory on every hand, um, and everything that was brought to her, everything that was served to her, um, she was victorious in. She won. And in the end, we know how it's going to end. In the end, we always win. We always have victory. And listen, I want to encourage you, um, just before the show starts, listen, whatever your story is, whatever you've overcome, whatever you've been delivered from, whatever you left, whatever you turned away, i got people who have survived domestic violence. I had people who have this, the went against the plan of the enemy because they were homeless, because they they didn't have food to eat, they didn't know where their next meal was coming from. I have women who literally have lived in shelters, who have lifted up people who um, are hungry out here. I know people who are feeding the homeless, who have these organizations out here on the corner every day. Listen, I'm surrounded by some powerful, powerful women, and I encourage you that if you have not If you have a story and you desire to tell it, if you desire to tell about the victory and listen, let God's victory be heard. If you desire that, reach out to me, inbox me, let me know. You don't have to tell me your story, but just let me know you have one. Because I know you do. 
I know you do. I do, and I'm surrounded by people who do, and I'm so excited about the fact that you, we get to hear those stories, we get to hear those testimonies, and we get to triumph and celebrate together. Listen, today is going to be amazing. We get to talk to Sheila Ames, who is the victor of the week. I'm excited to showcase her strength, um, not only her strength, but her abilities, um, not only her abilities, but her spiritual walk with God. Um, I'm excited to talk about her journey and where she has actually come from. I'm super excited about all these things, but listen, the more that I think about it, the more I get excited because I'm excited about everybody like it was my own victory, like it was my own testimony, right? So I'm excited about that. I'm excited about what God is going to do. Listen, we're going to sit back. We're going to listen to some vibes and listen, we, I'm so ready. I'm so ready for her story to be told. I'm so ready for her victory to be heard. Listen, I'm excited about what's coming from this. I'm excited about, listen, I'm excited about, um, her victory being heard because I feel like because of her victory, because of her story, because of her triumph, because of her testimony, somebody will get delivered. Somebody will be free. Somebody will see that I can do this as well. I can make it. I can do this. By everything that God has given me, I'm determined to make it. And my sister is that sister who's determined, determined to make it. And so we're going to wait a little bit. We're waiting on her to join. And once she comes in, y'all, we are going to start the show. I'm super excited. But listen, if you haven't already, you need to grab you something to drink. Listen, I got some cool vibes from it. This lo-fi beats is my favorite. Um, playing in the background um, before the show starts. And when she comes on, listen, the next voice you will hear from is my beautiful sister Sheila Ames. Some vibes. I had my little good music on because I'm ready. I had um, I had my good music on. I got my my nice look. I'm ready. I got my routine and I got my snacks. But I am so excited to finally be able to share you with the world and your story. Um, and I'm super excited. All those who have joined again, I want to thank you for coming on live with us. We are sitting here with the victor of the week, my sister, Sheila Ames. Um, I'm so excited. And like I explained, I pray that this is an opportunity for women to be able to hear not only your story and your testimony, but also see why and understand why um, your victory has a voice. Um, the one thing that I want to share before we start is um, how I see this victory in my eyes. Um, so I, the way I see this Victoria in my eyes, um, I watch you, I've watched her, um, and I watched her go on, I watched her serve God, I watched her, um, be a mother, I watched her be an educator, I've watched her, um, be a leader and nothing but, nothing less than a sister, um, but she's done all of that with the victory, with grace, all while she was going through, all while she was pushing through 
all while she was, listen, she was dealing with a lot, but she kept going to try to talk without my eyes sweat. Um, but I'm so proud. I'm so proud that she's my sister. I'm proud that um, she is here to tell her story. Listen, she is the perfect example of strength um, and stability, but loyalty as well. Um, she is my sister, um, but I also watch her triumph and overcome. And I want to share in it. I want to share her story. I want to share her victory. I want to share um, how she is prospering, even in the trials that she has been faced. Um, I do have um, one person. So what I want to talk about is how she is a mother um, and a wife as well, um, and how she is taking care of not only a family, um, her son, but listen, she has two beautiful sons and then she has a whole bunch of babies because she is a teacher. So she has babies as well. Um, but listen, I'm ready for her to share her story. Um, I, I want you to tell them, tell them about something that you have overcome, something that you have faced recently that you know God had all the victory. Tell them again. Thank you. Well, thank you for welcoming me. Thank you for being obedient um, to what God told you to do. This is major, and I'm just so grateful to be a part of it um, as well with my co-laborer who we go through it together, um, and we, we intercess for each other, and I'm so grateful for your friendship. Um, so, yeah, I am Sheila Ames. I'm all those things that she said. I don't know if I do it always with grace, but I strive for it. Um, I am a wife of 10 years, my husband Chris. I have two beautiful boys, two growing men, um, from around 22 and 15 and 16. Um, and yes, I am an educator. This is the year 13 um, of teaching my baby. And so that is my life. That's my passion. That's where I'm going to where I'm going in. That's where definitely that God has me in. Does he have more? I pray he does. But I'm so comfortable that he has me now that um, he can continue to cultivate me in that age. When we talk about things that I have overcome, people, it has been... Sure. So, I can't hear you. Make sure we can hear you, because I need you to be clear. <laughs> can you hear me now? I can hear you good now, girl. Okay. There you go. <laughs> when we talk about the things I've overcome, there's been many areas in my life that I had to overcome um, and a lot of it has been physical, it has been medical, it has been, you know, um, things that were truly out of my control. Um, I am a grave disease survivor. I live with it, but I don't claim it. Um, and I've had multiple surgeries. I have been um, 14 pills a day, down to seven, praise the Lord. Um, there has been a lot. I'm a severe anemic. I've passed out unconscious. I have. And there has been so many areas in my life where God just wants to just just show Himself and just prove that He is just super main, right? right? I've been in situations where even in the hospital, the doctors didn't have faith. I'm sorry. That's mm -hmm. right. Why you hear me? I've had um, the doctors told you know my mom like, listen, you might want to call your family because. I don't think it's going, she's going to make it through the night. Right. What? Right. What? I'm a right. young adult. I'm a teacher. You know, I'm 
living my life and I'm like, you not to have faith. Somebody you went to school with, they're certified and right. people with lives in their hands and you tell my mother that it might not make it through. But God, see, I've come over from this. I right. had a major question that should have took me out to see yes. it should have taken my life. And if it didn't right. take my life, it should have took my mobility. Right. Yeah. I'm right. not what I look like. I'm, I don't look right. like what I've been through. I, it, right. I listen. I have been through the ringer. Right. But I try so hard not to look like what I've been through. Right. And it's right. where I get the boat. I mean, listen, please don't think that I'm coming on here like, oh, I've been all these and I'm just living my life for the Lord and I'm just perfect in all my ways and all, because it's absolutely not true. I dropped the right. ball so much that it starts running down Broad Street, and I got to chase that. <laughs> because right. I do. And, right. you know, but that's my testimony. That's my story. Right. Somebody needs that. It's okay right. to fall. It's okay to drop the ball. Just get back up. Just hold on. Right. right. And that's powerful because the one thing that I'm excited for people to see, even during this segment, but more so like with you, since you are the first one, I want people to see that what we go through um, and what people label us as, um, we don't have to live with that. And not only that, we don't have to claim that title or that label, but the one thing I will claim um, and that I see in you is that I see you as an exception to the rule. And I wanna explain that um, because people will give you an outcome. Like you said, the doctors was like, this is it. This is it. You know, they would do that. They have done that to me. Um, and you know, you have been there even when I've shared my own personal testimony about that. Um, and the doctor said I wouldn't live to see 34 or 35 or whatever. And I'm 37. But when they give you that title, when they give you that label, when they put that weight on top of you, not only do you not have to live with that for the rest of your life because you can expect or, or receive something different, but you are an exception to the rule, which means normally when you hear the statistic of everything that you have been through, everything that you have faced, the outcome should have been the end. It should have been death. It should have been period. It should have been, it should have been. You hear the word should have, it should have been. And you were an exception. God made sure that you was an exception to the rule so that you could be the evidence the God can change that all the way around. I don't care what they say, <laughs> what they say or what they placed on me or their expectations of what the end may be for me. They can say that, but at the end of the day, you were an exception to the rule. You, the way you look, the, what I'm looking at, what we're all seeing, we're all seeing the exception to the rule. We're seeing what it looks like to live past what has been spoken over you. And yeah. it's like, it could be a continual curse, or it could be a continual blessing where I show forth the glory and honor of God. I am the evidence. You are the evidence that God continued to keep you. He changed all that. He changed all that. This is the end. Let us call all our family in. I'm not going to no funeral, honey. Ever since I met you, I've been celebrating. That's so, right. Therefore, That's exactly. Right. So I see you. I see you as an exception to the rule. And so every time I say. When I say you a victor of the week, you're a victor of this week. You're not the only victor, but you're the victor of this week because I'm highlighting the fact that you're sitting in front of us. I'm highlighting the fact that we got people watching and listening because they wanted to hear your story. They didn't have to, 
but they wanted to and because they needed to hear your story. But let me stop you there. So Ed, when you first invited me, you know, your flesh rise up. Like, so there's two two ways I can look at this. I can look at it like these people just want to get my business. They just want to know my business. They want to know all about me. Or I can look at it like my testimony is going to save somebody's life. My yes. testimony is going to encourage somebody. My yes. testimony is going to remind somebody that God got you. And if you just hold on, it also reminds right. me that in order for it to work, you got to right. do the work. So you got to surround right. yourself with people that's going to pray you through some things. You got to make right. sure that you connected to churches, a church that is going to love you even in your mess. Right. You got to make sure that right. you got people in your background that's cheerleading even when you feel like you at rock bottom. There were days right. I would wake up and I would be so depressed that I feel like, oh, you got my eyes wet. I feel no. like oh. me and Ian were looking eye to eye. That's how low I felt. I felt like, right. now why everything that I try is failing. Everything that I put my hands to is not working. People are treating me bad. Um, things are not working in my favor. Money is low. Houses not coming through. And then I had to think about it like, but I bought you out of that. Right. And I want you on that. Right. And I gave you this. Right. And I encouraged you on this. And I experienced right. your tears on that. But it takes right. It takes a gut punch sometimes to understand that it's not my will, it's God's will. You know my favorite verse, and it, it sounds cliche. Mm-hmm. I say I'm blessed and highly favored. But everything in right. my life up until this point shows that I'm blessed. Somebody's right. blessed right. to me. Somebody didn't right. make me, but somebody don't right. feel like they can make me. And my favorite right. comes from every time he brought me out and I don't look like what I've been through. But right. my verse is, you know it, you know it because I always preach it. Jeremiah 29 and 11, God already planned this. So if he planned this, right. I trust him. And I'm going to bump right. my head and I'm going to go through some things and, and, right. and you know, some things are going to be arrows and darts. They're not going to prosper though because right. he got a plan for me and he said my future and he gave me hope for my future so I can't right. dwell with it. And I'm not going to complain. I'm going to have some right. days and I'm going to be like, you know, today was one of them days. But I'm not going right. to complain because I had one of them days. And if he did it before, he's going to keep doing it until that end result. When we get there and he says, well done and welcome home. So until right. we right. got to fight this fight for you, for me, for these people in our lives, we got to keep fighting. Absolutely. And it is, it's, it's necessary um, to keep fighting because you don't realize who is actually looking at you? Who's actually watching you? Who actually needs, um, who actually needs your testimony? Who actually needs to see what it looks like to be on the other side? And who, you know, this all said, whose side are you on? You on the winning? I'm on the winning side. I'm on the winning side. I, I trust it. I was about to bounce my shoulders, but I tried to, but whose side are you really on? Like we are on the winning side and we are the evidence. Our pastor, uh, Pastor Troy Davis and Pastor Trina Davis, thank you all for watching. Listen, I know they are, they are amazing and they have been teaching us. I know I've been learning since I sat in that seat um, how to be the evidence. And I, you hear me say it all the time. I am the evidence. I am the evidence that God can. I, listen, you're looking at somebody who couldn't see. You're looking at somebody who literally had to go through eye searches when I was like coming to church half blind. But listen, I was doing it because I was, if God, if you use me as an example, if that's what you want me to do, then so be it. And so I have been doing that. But watching you gives me strength. Watching you helps me push because I know if I can't, I don't have no excuses. If you showing up and you sitting in church and you got a whole cast on your arm and you got right. 
Hulk pillow <laughs> under your leg because you was in a whole accident and things of that nature, then listen, I don't have no excuse because my body hurt. Um, I could have been in that car accident. I could have been worse off. If I was in that car accident, it would have been all the way worse because I would have been broke up. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but I, I sit on the same road. I sit on the same road with you. So I watch you and I watch you closely. I just, I'm so excited that you get um, to tell your story. Now you are, I, I mentioned that you was a mother. I mentioned that you were a wife. Like explain to us when it comes down to what you're faced with, whether past or present, how is it that you keep that strength? We know it's God, but how does it make you feel that you have to still be strong? You still gotta be a mother. You still gotta be a wife. You still gotta be an educator. Those things don't stop because things are happening. So how is it in the moment that you are in there? How do you deal with that? How do you go through that? How do you maintain your position as a woman? Um, so there's layers to that. Um, a lot of it was flush. I can't let people see me fail. I can't let people see me fall apart. I can't let people in. I gotta keep this to myself. I only want people to see me for face value. I don't need them to know what's really going on with me. Um, and then I have to wake up and say, you know what? You hurting yourself more than you hurting anybody else. Because somebody has what you need. And it, whether it's an encouraging word, whether it's a hug, whether it's a girl get yourself together, whether it's a welcome hand, I had to say, I had to say myself like, stop with these excuses, because you know what excuses are. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. we don't need them in our lives. And so, um, when it comes to being a mom, it is all or nothing, all or nothing, right. and, and okay. there is no failure in that. There, I don't right. ever want them to see me fail. Now, right. the reality of it is, they needed to see me go through something, so they needed to see mommy pray over them. They needed to see mommy hurt. They needed to see people that can really root and care about mommy step in and help out. So they had right. to see me go through something. So that in turn made me stronger. Like I can show them. I can right. let them see me as a vulnerable right. person, as a transparent person, but I can also let them see me as victorious out of this. And so they needed right. to see the process. So you saw the beginning, and then I only want them to see the end result, but they needed to know what my process was, right? When it comes to being married, I've dropped the ball so many times because it has been so many times where I say, I quit. I right. give up. I don't do this no more. I don't have to be bothered with this. And then right. God gut punches me every time, like, what? Not something I gave you. Not right. something right. I, gave right. to, I gave him to you. Like, I know right. I gave you to him. How dare you? How dare you talk? Like, oh, okay, you want to act like that? So here comes the hospital stay. And my husband is there every single solace every night. Here comes the car accident. My husband left work and, and prayed and cried his way to the hospital and stayed with me every single day. Here comes another operation. So every time I got my flesh talking about what I don't want and what I don't need in my life, and I got one better for you. And it made me realize that what he said, his plans for me, I got to follow him. So right. as being a strong wife and mother, it is a daily thing I do. I want to say daily. It is a minute by minute reminder of what I need to do and, and who I need mm -hmm. to be pleasing. Um, and so at the end of the day, I just pray that my kids know that I love them unconditionally um, right. and will do any and everything for them as long as it is to encourage and support them. Um, but my husband already knows I got his back. That's my flesh. We won flesh, but that's my flesh, and I don't play about him. So it's just me. He already knows. 
Um, so it, it is a process, but listen, it is an encouraging process because I mm-hmm. think the bump is for you. So go ahead and do what you need to do. Right. Look at what I've been through because I did it for somebody, somebody did it for me. So what right. I've been through, you don't got to go through that. Just know this is what you need to do to get to the end result. And so that's what it's about. It's about being a testimony. It is. And I'm learning, you know, I'm not married. Um, yes. But the, the thing yes. is, yes. I'm yes. on Jesus. Yes. <laughs> I'm not married yet. <laughs> um, look, I couldn't even say yet without laughing or smiling. Uh, but we're cheese down. Um, so not married yet. But, um, you know, when that day comes, I'm happy that I have people that I can go to. I can go to and say, um, because, because I deal with so much physically. Right. Come on, Pastor Choi. All I can say is Pastor Choi's words saying, yeah, I can see yet. But uh, I, yet, and when that day happens, I'm happy that I have people around who are examples of how that feels because me having all of my physical ailments right now and however long God will allow me to be in there, you know, I'm always concerned that that's a weight on somebody. But when somebody loves you, which I learned from Damien, it's like when somebody loves you, they don't even feel no weight. It could be a lot, but it's me more so thinking of it as a weight. But it's not really a weight when they love you. Because when they love you, they will do anything. Look at your pastors. Like, if we don't have a better example for Pastor George to actually love his wife through her Mm -hmm. ailments, physical, right. mental, emotional, like you don't have a better example of that. And and if right. she can do it, like Tora needs, like, come on, come on. She's setting an example for something and don't let that go in vain. Exactly. 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 And I'm, I'm, I'm grateful because this gives people an opportunity to understand they're not alone. They're not alone. And that they have people who have been through it, gone through it, on the other side of it. Should, if the Lord don't heal me on this side, he's still going to keep his word because on the other side, I'm going to be whole. And that is what I have been holding on to. And that is what stops me from complaining about God. Well, when are you going to? Why God? Me? I I don't plan to be no martyr, but at the end of the day, if that's what he wants me to do, then I'm going to go through this gracefully, and I'm giving God all of the honor back that he kept me this long in it. And I see that. I see that in you. I see that in my pastors. And so I'm so happy that I have examples. And like I said at the beginning of the show, I'm surrounded by people who are such powerful people um, and who give such good examples. Um, I know um, the one thing that's valuable to me is that with all that you're dealing with and with all that you're going through, you are still a, listen, I mean, how can I put this? I'm trying to put it right so it come out right. With all the, your ailments and the things that you have going on in your physical body and your emotional state, with all that going on to somebody else, looking from the outside in may look like it's fragmented it looks like you're fragmented but how can someone who is considered to be fragmented 
have the ability to fill so many voids when you stand in front of that teacher. I'm heavy on it. Thank you, Jesus. Like, I don't think there's a blueprint. It's just you have to make up in your mind that no more excuses. I'm going to do it until the wheels fall off, until God says that's enough. And you got to stand up every day like, Lord, give me what I need. Decrease me, increase you. Show me what to say, what to do, who to talk to. And if I fail, God, thank you for your grace and your mercy. Like, you have to literally have pep talks and whether it's in your mirror on your ride to work in your car you have to be able to say to yourself don't let Sheila run this because Sheila she's going to tear this in and then when I get in front of those kids I got 31 kids that's looking at me like either that's my hero or I want her to be my mom and so I can't let them down like no matter what I go through I got to put that smile on. I got to open my heart. And I got to give them every bit of me. When I leave work, I have to be emotionally, physically, and mentally drained. I have to give them everything I got. Because that could be my kid in that room. Or that kid might go home to a a house that doesn't have parents. Or no food. Like, all of that weighs me. So I give them everything I got for at least eight and a half hours. And I just pray that they're covered and kept until they can come back to me the next day. This time right now, is stressing me out. However, right. I just keep them in my prayers. I understand. I have to find a way to touch them, get in touch with right. them, see them, right. do something to let them know that they're okay and in my mind and my heart. Right. And, it, and it's powerful because, um, you know, no shade, no shade to no parent. It's powerful because when you stand in front of those students, you are, like you said, their example to whatever they they don't see, whatever they don't get to see, whatever they don't have. So you don't have a choice when you stand up, whether you standing up in front of them or whether you doing a Zoom, you still gotta come with that same determination, that same power, that same push that you would if you was coming to church, if you was pushing yourself to get up out that hospital bed. I ain't staying in this ICU. I'm not staying in this hospital. I'm getting up. That same power is behind when you stand up and teach. People trust you with their babies. And a lot of times what they need, when I come to those schools and I read to them children, them children mine. And the reason why they mind at the time that I'm reading is because there's a parent that don't have time to read to their child. There is a parent who is overwhelmed, too tired to do those things, and they are needed. So people like you are needed because if you can take everything we just talked about, if you can be in a whole car accident and you got braces on, trying to figure out when they coming off so I can get back to my kids, that's powerful because that ain't always it. I see um, Shakita on, listen, Shakita, Lowell, uh, Renata, all those amazing teachers that I know that will put their life on the line to make sure their kids are taken care of, to me, that's powerful. But you know why? Mm-hmm. I, I had a training today, and it was mm-hmm. from the, I want to make sure it's right, Living Strong Consulting, and it was Dr. Okay. Jackson, and she said, you know, we, we always have this cliche that, oh, kids are resilient. They'll just bounce back. No, they won't. No, they won't, because they've been through something. And they're going through something. And how how dare you want them to bounce back to where they were? Like we want them to bounce forward and not back. Like so, stop saying that kids are resilient. 
you know, because that's not the truth. And she said, stop saying, you know, um, what's wrong with you? Instead of saying, what happened to you? Oh, right? right? We had that right. mindset. We had that mindset, like, what's going on? What happened? It takes a whole total turn on teaching. And teaching is second nature. Because if I right. can get them to trust me and, and love on me and right. understand that this feeling is mm-hmm. mutual and that mm-hmm. I'm, I'm genuinely concerned about your well-being and what right. you want from me, can teach mm-hmm. them how to read that's no problem but it's right. just those times those kids that just don't get like you said don't have that who's there it's not meeting who right. who's going to step up and do that for these babies and so right teaching is just something that is just what god said do and i'm going to do it I didn't and, you gonna do it. Exactly. and my thing is like i think it's amazing that god can use us in whatever condition um in whatever condition He'll use because there's some people like myself. My motto is by any means necessary. If I gotta do what I gotta do from the bed, if I gotta do what I gotta do with icy hot and heating pads, if I gotta do whatever I have to do, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna get it done. And if God, that's what God has called you to do, and I know that for a fact, then I know you feel so many. And that's that's crazy because like from the outside in, we can see a whole bunch of pieces. But you feel boys when you stand in front of those students. You feel boys when you stand in front of your sister and you command them to get up and stop being in the state that they're in. You feel in a void. You're fit. God is using you as an extension of Himself, aided in your condition. So can you imagine what you will be like when you are completely healed, when you're completely whole? We, you won't be able to be stopped. So that's why I'm so excited because. You can be real, you can be candid, you can be free to say, I'm hurting and I'm tired. But at the end of the day, I'm gonna get this done. And I have noticed that, I have witnessed that. I know for a fact that you are that person. The stuff you shared ain't even it. The best surface, you know, cause like you said, you've been through so much, but at the end of the day, you never stop going. Um, I do know, you know, since everything has been going on, the crazy thing about it is that you wear so many hats. Um, and so one of my favorite hats is um, that you bake amazing treats for us. Uh, I, I'm trying to make the big girls sit down now because I'm starting to get excited about these jars. Um, but tell us, because I just feel like this is a diamond in the rough. So tell us about your baby, one of them, um, about my cakes. It's amazing. So, uh, so about my cakes came out of the blue and I'm going to tell you why. So there was a prophecy over our house and, and um, over our church house. Um, Pastor Choi delivered this amazing word and then prophesied about entrepreneurship and stepping out on faith and all those things. And, you know, I took the word and I'm like, okay, I'm just not good for that though yet. Yet. All right. Um, and after service, um, one of the deacons, Deacon Sonora, had walked up to me and she said, um, the Lord told me to um, help you with your business. I said, oh, my business. <laughs> what? <We're> busy. <laughs> <laughs> he said, the Lord told me to help you get your LLC and pay for it. So now this lady is putting herself on the line for me and her money. Now, you know, it's crazy when people put their money on you. Right. Um, right. And so she said, all you need is a name. And I said, oh, I'm about this life. I'm about my father business. I'm about this. And that's where right. I'm about to cake. I'm about to cake. I'm about my right. cake. That's where that came from. That um, is dope. So that was funny. But like, no, a lot of people don't know that. It was just, mm-hmm. but it was just 
Listen, you got to be obedient, family. When you're in position, God will deposit into you. And so I was right. grateful for speaking to Nora, like you don't even imagine. Um, right. But it took a turn. So I was just baking cakes because people wanted people asked for them. I'm like, okay, it was never for profit. It was just like, you want a cake? I bake cake because cake baking is a stress reliever for me. Right. Um, and so it turned into creating these jars. My son was on his way to China. And we needed um, some stuff. We needed some help. We needed to figure out a way to get this thirty-five hundred dollars to get him to China. And so we, I came up with like, I can't keep baking on these cakes. Like, it's taking a lot. It, you know, it's right. space. I don't know where they're gonna go. Who gonna buy it? And so we came up with the jars. Um, and the reason behind the jars is when I create the jars, the jars are layered, right? <laughs> and at the yes, bottom of the layer is <laughs> the bottom of the layer is a crumble. And it has yes. a sweet taste to it, a buttery taste to it. It has a good yes. texture to it. It holds up the things that are in a jar. I'm going somewhere. It holds yes. up the things that are in a jar, right? Come on here. I need a portion. And so each, um, you can't have a jar if you don't have a good foundation, right? And so I make sure that the crumble is in there. It's packed. Um, it tastes good. And it's just waiting. Then I applied layers and layers according to flavors and flavors and situations and things that happen to trials and tribulations. And so I create layers of different flavors, right? Um, right? All with the expectation of when I get to that crumble and I get to the Maybe. bottom, when I get to the other side, when I come through this, when I make it through this, it's going to be a sweet, sweet taste, right? Yes, um, so, um, each, each time I made a jar, like Lord, whatever they dealing with, let it go away with this jar. Let it be mm-hmm. so good that this jar take them, even if it's for ten minutes, even if it's for twenty minutes, take their mind off of it. And right. so every jar, um, went out with a prayer. God do mm-hmm. it. It wasn't deep. It wasn't all extensive. Holy Spirit, have your. It was God do it. Just do it. Um, mm-hmm. and so that's where the jars came from, and that's why I really like. I really just only honed into that because that was where the ministry was. The ministry wasn't in the cake. The ministry was if I if I encourage people to just make it to the bottom. Just make yes. it to that make it to the other side. Know that know that because you can see through my jars. Know that if you look at the bottom, you're gonna get your reward. Right. Because eventually you gonna want you're gonna get the reward. Listen. That's exactly how I want my life to be. Like I'm going through these layers, but the reward on the other side is gonna be worth it. It is gonna be right. worth it. And I can see it. He said he got the plans for me. So I can see it. This jar is see through. I can see it. I just gotta get there. And so it's just the right. process and the struggle. But I'm gonna be all right. right. Listen, and when I tell you, when I tell you that thing had so much revelation, now I ain't never going to eat one of them them jars. I'm not ever going to eat one of them jars the same again. Let's just put it like that. Um, but I am, listen, I am, I am speechless because I feel like the things that we, the things that we use, the things that we have in our possessions, the things that we we carry with us the things that you know is our everyday thing we don't even care to look at how we can look at something deeper um and get something from it um and the fact that your desserts are purpose-filled put it like that um and that they are blessed listen every time i get a jar i'm excited so i know it's working for me but like for somebody else who may just want a dessert 
You know what I mean? When they want a dessert, that's cool. But when they get that dessert from you, the work that God, that you prayed over it, we pray that that work that you prayed over it gets done when that jar gets to that person or when that jar gets to that family or that church, you know, whoever it is that are buying these products. Because while I can promote goodness, I'm also promoting, listen, you're going to be whole. You're going to be healed. We pray. You done prayed over that. Whatever it is, I'm sending this to your house because I felt like you needed some kind of jewelry. I felt like you needed some type of lifter. And if I can't do it, this will. And knowing that whatever you put in there has some purpose behind it. Like that to me is so dope because it's more than just, I'm in the kitchen making desserts. Right. I'm in the kitchen making something real good that I know people will want. You know what I mean? You making something that's actually benefiting, that's edifying. And so, listen. Um, listen. First of all, I need to put in my order. To anybody who is watching live who would like to order something from About My Case, you can put it right on down there in the comment section, and I'll get you the information for sure so she can make you a braid over jar. Um, my pastor is saying it's delicious. Look, you know I have missed every comment that is going on, so now we do we have to go back and be like, Lord, what did the people say? But this was so good because they got to see every aspect of you. Um, they got to actually hear. As soon as you opened your mouth, I know people have heard exactly why you were the victor of the week. Why your victory does have a place. Why, you know, you know, we may see you on the outside. And I remember you saying, honey, if they only knew what the smi- what was behind the smile. And now we do, a little bit. Like now we do. Now we, we understand what is behind the smile. We can see the smile. We see the posture. We see you working. We see you doing. But I want you to know that I see you. I see you and I see your work and I see your heart. Wave right. I see I see your heart and I see your zeal and determination. I see your light. I see your wealth. I see your value. I'm going to speak to your value all day long. If you don't see it, I'm going to tell you I see it because I see you. And you. you are valuable. You are needed. And your voices has victory. And it deserves to be heard. So I am happy that you was able to share with us. Um, that you was able to share your heart. Um, is there anything? Because I'm going to have to get to these comments. I ain't seen nothing that I didn't see nothing. <laughs> I, I need an assistant. We, I'm going to work this live out. Um, and it shall be. It shall be. I can't read this, the comments at the same time. But um, is there anything that you would like to leave um, with those who are watching and those who will be watching and catching us on the replay? Hashtag replay and let us know you are listening. Um, that you could leave to encourage them because as the victor of the week, you made it through so much and they've heard your testimony, but to somebody that it might not be as easy. And what I mean by easy is that it might not be as easy to hear it and be like, I'm gonna go ahead and apply it. But what is it that you can leave with us today? Um, so, um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This was such a big step for me. and. I thank you for walking with me through it. Thank you so much. And I pray that God expands your platform beyond your belief. I definitely do. And I'm just so glad to be connected to you. Um, I always try on my Facebook page to put something encouraging. And I always hashtag this. 
because that's my that's my mantra. Just hold on. Um, I remember seeing a plaque in the doctor's office. Now, many you know these these doctors office we had to get all these levels. Right. Um, just said, um, if you look up and all you see is God, then know you have more than enough, and you can make it. Oh my so if I can't do anything else, just hold on, brother. Hold on. God has not forgotten about you. Um, just connect with people that can love you through, that can pray you through. Um, and, you, and you're going to be okay. So if you don't remember anything else that I've said, just hold on. Just hold on. Hold on. Hold on is, <sighs> hold on is one of the best um, mantras you can say over and over again. Just hold on. Um, and I'm encouraging those who are listening um, based off of this and based off of just this first segment and looking forward to so many more. Um, I encourage you, um, your voice, I, God gave that to me in prayer. Your, your voice has victory and it deserves to be heard. And the one thing that I never wanted to miss out on is the opportunity to explain my testimony to share what I've been through when I was ready and healed to do so. There's so many layers and so many things that you can share. But one thing about it is you gotta start somewhere. You cannot keep concealing your story. You cannot keep concealing your victory. You cannot keep concealing the triumphs and, and things that you have overcome because somebody needs Somebody needs it. Somebody needs to hear it. Somebody knows his power. Somebody is just holding on. And a lot of times what they holding on to ain't even a long road. Right. Now that's a good thing. You got to hold on to the right thing, right? You got to tie a knot and hold on to the right thing. Even when it don't feel good, when it don't look good, when people are talking bad about it. If you went to God and God said, I got you, hold on. He's not going to leave you off the stick. Just hold on. Go through this process and know it's going to make you stronger. It's going to make you wiser. And it's going to help somebody else. Because your testimony going to be just like mine. Prayerfully is over somebody else. It's going Absolutely. to work. It's going to work. Absolutely. And, and like you said, you just tie a knot in it. And my thing is, I'm not even going to look at my hands because I don't want to know what's left. I know it's a little bit, but if I see the little bit in my hand, I'm going to panic. Well, why not just hold on? I'm holding on to, and like Pastor Troy said, sometimes it ain't always good to hold on to what he last said. Tony, what are you saying now? Hold on to that. What is he saying now? <laughs> the, the sound in the word might be different. So hold on to whatever it is that God has given you um, to keep you. And I pray to God that this is an opportunity that you don't miss. You don't have to do it on my platform. You don't even have to do it in my timing. But what I'm saying is it's necessary that your voice is heard, that your victory is heard. Somebody needs to know that in the same situation they are going through, there is a possibility. Listen, and if there's a possibility, then there's more than enough chance and opportunity to say, I'm going to make it through this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be healed. I'm going to be, and I need people to watch this, share this, share this on your own platform, share this story. Listen, again, if you want to 
get some jars because I'm going to put my order in now with extra prayer, please. Um, I was going to put my jar order in, but if you want something from about my cakes, listen, you can leave your comment in the box. We had so many, uh, listen, we had so many um, comments like David Robinson. Tell me. Oh, okay. All right. So David Robinson um, said, great word and testimony. Stay blessed, y'all. Thank you, David. Thank you, David. Um, Tawana is sending all her love. She is watching. My sister Jessica is saying um, she agrees with the just hold one part. Um, it's necessary. Pastor Troy, he says, I'm so glad for the both of you. Uh, scared didn't mean stop. You both carried the anointing to continue and to come. Amen. 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 Thank you, um, He said, the two of you are operating in so much growth right now. Your spiritual parents are so proud. Thank yeah, you, yeah. That's what it's Thank about. You so you know, proud. Amen. Exactly. We didn't embarrass them. We made them proud. So I love that. Um, listen, and should listen. I these comments. Okay, so you gonna have to scroll I'm all the way from the because I'm when I tell you these comments is thick, honey. I'm looking like, oh wait. So there was commenting while we was talking, but. I, I missed the whole comment section, so we're gonna have to catch up. But Pastor Choice said we uh Pastor Choice sent his love. Pastor Trina said we did an amazing job. Yes, y'all did that, is what she said. We love you, yes. Pastor. Thank you, um, Pastor. I, listen, if you get a chance again, thank you, Sophia. It says y'all are beautiful. Love this movement. Be blessed. Um Thank you, Sister. Hold on. Right, Sophia, hold on, sis. Um, if you can, uh, when this is over, definitely click the link um, and share, 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 share on your social media page. Um, share in somebody's inbox. Somebody may just need to hear this personally. Um, I know I will be sharing. If you want to reach out to Sheila, you can reach out to her. Sheila Ames, she's tagged in this. So if you need to reach out to her in inbox, you can do that. Um, if you need me for anything, definitely do that. But listen, my my purpose in doing this is to make sure somebody's testimony was heard um, and i'm gonna keep doing this until god allows me to because it's been too long that we have been solid and it's needed so sis i love you man i, I love, love you and it's nothing I you can do about it it's nothing <laughs> you can do about it i appreciate y'all for watching for listening keep us both in prayer as we cover you as well I pray now as those who are watching are completely covered. Father, I ask that you send word to their ears, Lord, that they'll be able to hear you clearly, that your direction and your instruction through this, God, may get to them, penetrate their hearts and their minds. God, stir up creativity. God, I'm asking you now to heal the hearts, the broken hearts that are watching, that are listening. Allow these words to be something that mends the heart, be it an answered prayer. Father, I ask that you cover our pastors, cover them both, God, that everything that they poured out of themselves to make sure that we were whole. Father, we ask that you send the oil to their homes, to their household, and to their family. I'm asking, God, that you bless each and every one who was listening on today, who took some time out to listen live. And Father, allow this to travel 
yes, further than we could ever get, further than our own natural reach. Allow this message to travel in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, your victory has a voice, y'all. Your victory has a voice. I love you, sis. Thank you so much. I will see you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye, baby.